0: Hi, this is Dr. Alicia Armitstead. Welcome to Healing Arts Podcast, Live Well, Eat Well, Be Well. I'm a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition for the last 15 years in New York City and Connecticut, and I truly believe we create our lives. We may not have control over everything that happens in our life, but we do have control with how we react. And the goal is to learn how to make lemonade out of lemons in any situation, One of the tools that has helped me do that is the Sedona method, and that's why I wanted to do an episode on it. One of the main ways we create disappointment or unhappiness in our lives is by holding on to limiting thoughts and feelings. It's not that holding on into itself is inappropriate, for holding on is perfectly appropriate in many situations. I would suggest you keep holding on to that car steering wheel or that ladder you're climbing on. But have you ever held on to a point of view that is no longer serving you? Have you ever held on to an emotion from a situation that you had no control over? Have you ever held on to anxiety or tension, even after the initial event was triggered so long ago? It is this form of holding on that the Sedona method helps with. The Sedona method teaches you not just a philosophy, but actual tools you can use to let go. Holding on and letting go are natural processes that occur all the time in our life. And the Sedona method helps bring awareness to where we hold on too tightly, where we want control, and it helps us learn to let go in order to be happy. But why do we hold on? We don't consciously make choices to hold on to our detriment. We do it subconsciously when we have an unresolved or suppressed emotion. We suppress our emotions when we don't allow ourselves to experience our feelings fully in the moment when they arise. Through this avoidance, we are preventing our emotions from flowing through us. Emotions are energy, and we need to let them flow through us in order to transform them or to let them go, let them dissolve We avoid certain emotions because it doesn't feel good in the moment, but what you need to be aware of is the backlash of not taking responsibility for your emotions is actually worse than feeling them. So I dare you to feel your feelings and get uncomfortable because I promise you, you'll feel better afterwards. It's like a hard workout. No one loves a hard workout in the moment, the sweat, the struggle, the struggle for breathing, But afterwards, it feels so good, and we like the results. Same goes for our feelings. It's actually natural to feel your feelings. If you have been around children, you know this is true. A four-year-old has no problem saying, I hate you and will never speak to you again. And then just a few minutes later, the child feels and acts as though nothing has happened. This is the natural ability to release our emotions that we lost because our parents Teachers, society as a whole has trained us out of it as we got older. It is because we are unconscious of our ability to release emotions that it was possible to train us to hold on. Every time we were told to behave or sit still, stop squirming, boys don't cry, girls don't get angry, and to grow up and be responsible, we learn to suppress our emotions. We didn't become more responsible to ourselves or to our emotional well-being, but we became more responsible to what others expected of us. It's time to take back our power and feel our feelings. And the Sedona method helps us realize, okay, now that we feel our feelings, what do we do with them? Granted, there are times when suppression can be a better choice than expression. Like when your boss and coworker say something that you don't agree with, but it's not the appropriate time to give them feedback. It's the habitual suppression that is unhealthy and unproductive. We escape our emotions by watching TV, overeating, drinking, using drugs, overexercising, and so many more activities we use to literally take our attention out of our emotional pain long enough And so that we can push our emotions back down and suppress it. Watching TV, eating, exercising in and of itself are fine. It's just that when you pursue these activities to excess, that you must become aware that you are trying to numb yourself in order to escape your emotions. Excessive escape is so prevalent in our culture that it has spawned so many thriving industries. Suppression is one of the sides of the pendulum swing of what we usually do with our emotions. The other side of the pendulum swing is expression. If we are angry, we yell. If we are sad, we cry. We put our emotions into action. We have let off a little steam from the inner turmoil, from the inner pressure cooker, but we have not put out the fire. This often feels better than suppression, particularly if we have a block in our ability to express when we finally actually do express, it does feel good afterwards. We just have to be careful that we are expressing our emotions appropriately and for the goal of growing and healing, expressing from the heart and not expressing or manipulating or trying to hurt somebody. Inappropriate expression can often lead to greater disagreement and conflict. Neither expression nor suppression are a problem in and of itself. They are merely two different ends of the same spectrum of how we use and handle our emotions. The problem arises when we are not in control over which one is happening. Very often we get stuck in one side of the spectrum or the other. To get unstuck, we need to find the freedom to let go. Sedona Method teaches us a third alternative called Releasing, which can only be done after you feel the feeling. With so much suppression in our society, we never learn the healthy tools to feel our feelings and let go. As you use the Sedona method, you will discover that you will be able to be free to both suppression and expression when appropriate, and you will find that you will more often opt for the third choice, the middle ground of letting go which the Sedona method reminds you is something you already know how to do. For example, true laughter is one of the ways that you let go spontaneously and the health benefits of laughter are well researched. Laughter truly is the best medicine and so is letting go. Both will bring a smile to your face and create a sense of inner relief. As you use the Sedona method, you will find yourself able to go into a relaxation, even on a long-standing issue that you were tearing your life apart to try to resolve. You will discover that the answers have been right inside you all along. Sometimes a spontaneous release happens in the middle of an argument. Picture a time that you were in a heated discussion with someone that you cared about when the following happened. You were really into it, absolutely certain that you were right and justified in your position when all of a sudden you caught the other person's eyes and without even trying, you connected and something relaxed inside of you and you could drop your position. You may even have glimpsed at the conflict from their point of view. Perhaps you paused for a moment and reconsidered the situation and therefore found an easy, mutually beneficial solution. The Sedona method helps you learn how to see more than just your own point of view which will free you from all sorts of conflicts. The Sedona method explores different ways of releasing and they all have the same result allowing your natural ability to let go of unwanted emotion and allowing some of the suppressed energy of your subconscious dissipate. The first way is by choosing to let go of unwanted feelings. The second way is to welcome the feeling to allow the emotion just to be. The third way is to dive into the very core of the emotion. You must understand that we hold on to our feelings and we forget that we are holding on to them. We are not our feelings. We should say, I feel mad. I feel sad. But instead we say, I am mad. I am sad. We internalize them. And then we judge ourselves for feeling a certain way. We need to shift our thinking to know that we are in control of our emotions, they don't control us, and we can choose to let them go. Just like when we pick up a pen and choose to let the pen go. It can be that simple. In choosing to let go, which is the first way of releasing, there are five steps. The first step is to focus inwardly and think of an issue you would like to feel better about. And then allow yourself to feel whatever you are feeling in the moment. No judgment. Just feel your feelings about the situation. It doesn't have to be a strong feeling. Anything will do. Just welcome the feeling and allow it to be as fully as you can. Stick with the feeling no matter how uncomfortable it gets. This allows us to step out of our head and into our heart where feelings are. It allows us to be in the moment Most of the time, our thoughts are either stuck in the past or we're scared of the future, but never in the present. The time we can actually do anything about the way we feel is in the present moment. You don't need to wait for a feeling to be strong to let it go. Once you feel the feeling, step two is to ask yourself one of the following three questions. Could I let go of this feeling? Could I allow this feeling to be here? Or could I welcome this feeling? Yes or no are both acceptable answers. You will often let go even if you say no, no matter how you answer step two. Step three is to ask yourself, Am I willing to let go? If the answer is no, ask yourself, Would I rather have this feeling? Or would I rather be free? Even if the answer is still no, go on to step four. Step four is asking a simpler question. When? When will you let go? This is an invitation to let go now. You may find yourself easily letting go. Remember, letting go is a decision you can make at any time you choose. Step five is to repeat steps one through four as often as needed until you feel free of that particular feeling. You'll probably find yourself letting go a little more each time you go through the questions. The results at first may be quite subtle, but if you persist, the results will get more and more noticeable. You may find that you have layers of feelings about a particular topic. The Sedona method sometimes feels too simple, but it works beautifully. The concept that we can actually choose our feelings And what to hold on to and what to let go of is something that's missing in everyday life. We are not a victim of life. We can choose how we react to our circumstances. The Sedona Method explores more than just emotion, but also our hidden agendas of wanting control and manipulate others. And it helps us release that too. Many times we aren't even aware of when we are trying to control others. But we must have the courage to look within and see our hidden agenda and ask ourselves what the underlying feeling is to release so that we don't feel this need to control. A perfect example actually is the other day I wanted i wanted my two-year-old to wear her gray and pink Adidas outfit. It's gray pants with the pink stripes down the side and a matching pink jacket with the gray stripes down the side and her pink adidas shoes she was going to look so cute or at least i thought in my head we put on the pants but there was no way that she was going to wear the matching jacket and as i tried to talk her through it it really actually make her wear it i could feel the tension in my body and my voice getting louder and trying to push my agenda for this perfect outfit and my two year old actually resisted even more. And as I sat there trying to think of another way to control her, I suddenly stopped and saw what I was doing and reminded myself I actually don't care what she wears to school at all. My pride isn't in the perfect outfit, but I actually like her choosing her own outfits as a form of self expression. And most of the time, they don't actually match at all and giving her that freedom. And in that moment, I could let go and I was actually grateful that my two-year-old resisted to show me actually what I was doing. It's amazing how much is subconsciously driven. Our relationships can teach us a great deal if we allow them to. Besides controlling what we get in trouble with is when we actually want to be controlled. When this is motivating us, we long to have someone else to blame or Someone else to take responsibility for our lives and feelings. We want someone else to lead and we follow. We can recognize wanting to be controlled because it feels wishy washy, like I want to give my power away. The Sedona Method teaches a written release on letting go of both control and wanting to be controlled. But you can also apply the five steps to the feeling of control. Can I welcome the sense of wanting control? Can I allow it to release? when can i release it and so on there are 3 main feelings of wanting that the sedona method dives into which is wanting approval wanting security and wanting separation when it comes to wanting approval we want it because we don't think we have it therefore we act out in ways designed to help us get it but actually it's self sabotage because it won't make us happy if we think we don't have approval we are only concerned with what others think, and we give our power away to pleasing others. We may say yes when we really mean no. We may allow others to give us the runaround or allow them to control us in order to get them to like us. We may also take on too much responsibility because we think it will make us popular. When we want approval, we don't feel like we have love and we need to do something in order to get it. Now, when we want security, we feel like we don't have it. We approach life as though it's a battle for survival. We see everyone as an enemy. We may often feel and react to even the smallest change or decision as if our lives were threatened. Everything is like life or death. Because of this, we avoid change and we avoid taking risks, even if that means giving up success. We may avoid confrontation even when it's necessary. Every day we wake up expecting a disaster. We can recognize wanting security by having a sense of being threatened, uneasy, in danger, on guard, or in this impending doom. In the extreme, it's paralyzing fear, and we feel like we are going to die. We also feel like we will do anything, and I mean anything, to feel safe. I know it sounds weird, but as we let go of wanting security, we feel safer more secure at home, wherever we are, without feeling like we have to achieve safety at others' expense. The feeling of wanting to die is because without feeling safe, we feel life is too much. We're afraid of living, so we want to get it over with. We approach life like a minefield. We are our own worst enemies. Using the Sedona method and letting go of wanting to die, we will feel safer more secure, and at home in our life. The last want is the wanting to be separate. We feel that we don't want to belong or that we need to maintain a separate identity. Therefore, we act in ways designed to help maintain a distinct identity, even if it's unhealthy. We want to prove how we are different, how we're better, or how we're special. We often give the message to the world, leave me alone. Wanting separation can have a strong feeling to it, or it can be very subtle. At its strongest, we reject or we push people away, never allowing someone to be close. But we need to find a balance because there's also the want of oneness that if it goes to the extreme, looks like codependency and is unhealthy as well. We want to belong so badly that we are desperate to do anything that we lose ourselves in a relationship. We avoid feeling lonely at any cost. Yet the unity we seek, the oneness we think we need, is already effortlessly present. So this wanting needs to be balanced, and the Sedona method is good at acknowledging the feelings that you may have and letting them go. Besides actually feeling our feelings and then releasing them, the Sedona method teaches us how to set and attain goals. The process not only helps you discern which goals are ones that you truly can and should pursue, it also helps us to let go of goals that are inappropriate. Using the above steps, you can tap into your feelings about the goals and any self-sabotage that you aren't letting go of to obtain your goals. When you hear the word goal, does it actually conjure up a strong positive or negative feeling? We live in an extremely goal-oriented society. Yet most of us have mixed feelings about setting and attaining goals. I think it's because we have internalized so many should and shouldn'ts that we are confused on what we actually really want. Plus at work, we may have impossible goals that are set on us and that we may feel like maybe even our friends and family think that only certain goals are acceptable. We also have diverse experiences when we strive to achieve a goal. Sometimes we have good experiences. Sometimes they're really frustrating. Sometimes they're really painful. Some goals we have pursued with our whole heart and given up on them. There's a spectrum of feelings that make goal setting so confusing. So the Sedona method first has you do some releasing around your emotions about goal setting. You allow yourself to feel the feeling. And then now about goals you welcome the feeling as best as you can, allow it to be there, then could you allow yourself to notice from which want it's really coming from, approval, control, or safety? Could you let that want go? The next step is actually creating a goal statement, which is something you don't realize is so important until you actually learn how to do it. Once you craft The goal statement, you write it down in a place where you will see it daily. Studies of groups of successful people have shown that those who write down their goals are more likely to achieve them than those who only think about them. Words are energy, so how you write it is so important. Make sure you write it in the now as though it is already achieved. You phrase your goal in the positive, meaning you write what you want, not what you don't want. Your goals should also feel realistic and right for you. Also, make sure to include yourself in the goal statement. Instead of the goal being the house is clean, change it to I easily clean the house. After writing down the goal to see if there is any emotional blocks to achieving it, ask yourself which want underlies it. Does the goal come from a sense of wanting approval, control, or security? It can be more than one want. Then release the wants that are stirred up in the now moment about any feelings you have. Could I let go of wanting this approval, control, or security? Keep releasing different layers of wants as they come up during the day, during the next few weeks. You know you have released enough when you feel excited, acceptance, or peace about your goal and are no longer worried about it. If there's worry, then you know that there's more to release. The next part of the goal process is the action step process designed to release even more inner limitations and behavioral barriers that prevent you from actually taking action and pursuing the goal. Thinking about your goal, you will then write what actions you think you need to do to achieve the goal and how you feel about doing it. And again, releasing those stuck emotions. It's amazing what comes up as you do this process that you didn't even realize was there. Maybe the goal is, I allow myself to easily achieve and maintain my ideal body weight. And the action steps are going to the gym eating wells and stop eating snacks with going to the gym you realize the feeling is embarrassment because you don't like exercising in public and the want is control so you go through the questions to release the control can i welcome the sense of wanting control can i allow it to release when can i release it and so on starting to eat healthy the feeling that comes up is resistance i just simply don't want to which is a want of control as well. So I release that wanting as well. And then when I come to stop eating snacks, I realize that the emotion behind it is grief, that I don't even know I had. And so the wanting behind is security. And I release the need for security. In releasing this way, you start to think differently, and thoughts become beliefs, and beliefs come action. So if you notice you aren't able to do what you want to do to live a healthy, happy life, then definitely try the Sedona method. For the Sedona method teaches tools to actually feel your feelings and release them. In choosing what emotions to let go and what goals to set and how to go after them, you are empowered to not sweat the small stuff and create your happiness. We all want happiness, and Sedona Method is a formula for creating it. I'll leave the book's link in the description. I hope you guys read it.